you are listening to Interform Podcast with Ro on the radio, you're going to want to hear this. Welcome to Interform Podcast. It's me, your girl, Ro on the radio. I have got a, I always say my guests are special because they are special, but I've got a special guest with me today is Haley Franklin. Haley, introduce yourself for people who um, may be living under rock because you're literally everywhere and everybody knows you, but... Let, let the people know who you are and what you do. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate that. And I'm happy to um, be here today. So um, my name is Haley Franklin, and I am a serial entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Not um, a serial killer. Not a serial killer. <laughs> um, but I, I do really enjoy entrepreneurship. Um, I currently have two businesses that I'm a part of right now. Um, I've been in real estate for four and a half years. I'm a real estate broker with the, the Sudar Group. Um, here in Northwest Arkansas. And I also opened another business um, earlier this year called Omni Branding Co. So that's been a really fun, exciting, and new and different experience. Um, so yeah. Awesome. So I want to talk about, because the the episode is about female entrepreneurship. And I want to talk about some of the um, challenges that you've experienced and how you've overcame some of those challenges by being a female entrepreneur. I know it's not easy to be an entrepreneur in general, but I think as a woman and as a single mom, it's definitely a little bit, there's a little more obstacles that are placed in front of you. So um, I kind of want to start like with your your journey to be a real estate broker first and then go on to, you know, what inspired you to uh, start Omni Branding Company. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> so um, I started in real estate and um, I came from a background where I was always kind of um, wearing the hat of marketing anyway. So um, this was an opportunity for me to take charge of my real estate business. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to firsthand create um, something from nothing, essentially. Um, I think that a lot of, you know, my real estate career has been focused on leadership. Um, I did not start out as a broker. Nobody does. But I knew from the moment that I got my license that I was going to go for the extra education um, and leadership um, to become an executive broker. So um, I did my two-year requirement on the front end, and then I went to get licensed as a broker. And I have now been in the business for four and a half years. Um, I'm switching gears a little bit because I want to focus on, you know, my, my new business. Um, previously, um, I was at a different brokerage where I was in a position, I was a director of marketing for, uh, three and a half years. I was at that brokerage. So I really got a, a good understanding of not only the needs of a person in business for marketing, but, um, it gave me front and center insight to the the other challenges that we face when trying to market ourselves. I kind of want to get into while you're pursuing this career in real estate, how are you balancing that as a mom? Because at the time, so that was, you said four years ago, four and a half years ago, how old was your son at that time? Oh boy. So my son will be nine next month. So my son was about five years old when I started real estate. That is difficult. Yes. So while you're attending trainings and classes, you're having to figure out, you know, what what to do with your son as far as like a sitter or can someone 
can someone watch him while you, or did you do some of that at home or how did you? Luckily, you know, um, real estate did provide a career for me to be able to, you know, if I needed to bring my son with me, um, Mm -hmm. first of all, he's very well behaved, so that does help. But um, if I needed to take him with me on a showing appointment or even an open house, he's done with me before. Um, that's really never been a problem. Um, I work with people that I feel like I vibe with and mostly all of my clients would be totally fine with that. So luckily I was able to do that. And then, um, you know, transitioning into pandemic time, um, when we had to switch from, you know, our regular jobs during the week. Now we're, now we're school teachers. We have our, our little ones, um, learning from home. So I feel like that was also a pretty big transition, but luckily again, you know, real estate kind of provided that opportunity for me to, um, be able to be there when I needed to be as a mother. So I feel lucky to have the ability to, to be so flexible with that. That is nice to be, to be flexible. I was, so when you, I don't know how real estate works as far as like, if, if I wanted to be a realtor right now, what, what would I have to do? I don't, by the way, cause that is really hard. <laughs> <laughs> what would I need to do? I would have to attend classes online or in person or, okay. They do offer them online. Uh, they also offer them in person. Um, and I think that real estate, you know, is just like any other business. So your network is your net worth. And if you don't have a large network, it's going to be pretty challenging for you to be able to convert that to business, which can sometimes be discouraging uh, when you're entering a new career field. So I would say, um, you know, the the training and getting, you know, adequately trained and confident in the field is uh, part one. The other part is really focusing more on the uh, relationships because it's definitely a relationships business. Nice. So while you're after four and a half years, you're on your, your, you've been doing real estate four and a half years. What made you decide to say, I kind of want to open my own business and I want, I want it to be a branding business. Now you mentioned you were basically having to do both anyway. So basically I'm asking what was the turning point for you during your career in real estate to be like, I want to start my own business. So I feel like I experienced time and time again um, working under someone, although I was a contractor and I have, you know, an LLC for my real estate business and run it very much like my own business. There's always the, the time where, you know, you're pursuing someone else's idea and their vision. So and you're executing on on their vision. So you might get pulled in for your advice or you might get pulled in for your opinion on something, but you don't always have that full control to have an idea you know, ideate that, cultivate that, and then go execute it. So I think that, um, you know, marketing and branding is just a platform for me to be able to do that. Um, Particularly, I really enjoyed my time as a broker, uh, being able to help other agents with their, their marketing. And one of the big takeaways from that moment was, you know, it's not about money for, for people to go market themselves, even though it kind of is about money, because if you do market yourself very well, you're going to see a return on the investment. But if you don't make it easy and if you don't make it streamlined, people are not going to do it, period. Um, even if it means investing on the front end is going to give them a return on the investment on the back end. So knowing that, seeing that, believing that in real estate and carrying that over into Omni Branding Co., um, I have a different perspective as a value add to bring to this industry. 
That makes perfect sense. So as far as you, as starting your journey to female entrepreneurship with Omni, my question is, did you experience some challenges that you kind of notice as a woman that maybe your male peers or maybe some of the males you worked with um, at some of your real estate firms, like, did you experience a little bit of difference in treatment or what were some of the challenges that you faced there? Like if you were a man or like a male realtor, this would happen. If you were, if you're a female realtor or female entrepreneur, these are some, a different set of challenges. So it was 2018 whenever I got into the business. And I feel like uh, culturally, even just five years ago, it was very different. Mm. And um, real estate for a long time has been a a male-dominated career. So going into it, um, I was met several times, uh, mainly by some of my male peers, um, you know, with uh, less confidence that I was going to actually be successful in what I was going to do. So Um, I just took that as motivation. And um, to me, that's fuel in the tank. And that outdated mentality is just that it's outdated Um, to a a rising, you know, tide will lift all sales. I'm of the opinion that, you know, collaborating with someone is going to bring you more than thinking of them as competition. So I feel like, um, you know, it hasn't completely died out of our industry, but things have gotten a little bit better. I feel like people are um, understanding that collaboration is a good thing and it's not you against me. So, um, I do tend to connect a little bit more with my female entrepreneurial type peers, my real estate company, um, that I'm at right now. Um, it's a powerhouse full of really strong women. There's some strong men in there as well, but mainly strong women. And that's Mm -hmm. who I like to surround myself by. Interesting. So let's talk about Omni Branding Company. How has it been? Where do you see it going? And what are some of your favorite things about owning your own business? So I think that it's been really hard. uh, First of all, if I'm being honest, Mm -hmm. Um, I, you know, it started from an idea and it's kind of evolved. Um, One thing I say all the time to my team is, you know, it's like a a ball of clay and we just have to work with it and, and bring it to life. And that's kind of what we've been doing. Um, I think people probably thought it was crazy going into a business of something that I've never done before. But if you go back to the fundamentals of what it takes to run a very successful business, it's it's very much, you know, relationship based. That's the mm-hmm. constant variable. So whether I'm selling houses or if I'm selling branding products or graphic design products or services, I think that the the mission is still the same. Um, we've really just spent this time focusing on relationships and earning our spot in Northwest Arkansas as a trusted, you know, business. And I plan to continue to do that. Um, luckily, I do feel like we have had a lot of really great support from the community. So we've been able to get our name out there and take part in some events and things like that. So things are definitely um, on the up and up. Well, good, good. What are some things that you want females in your position who want to start their journey to entrepreneurship? Like what are some things that you want them to understand about how to get there? I think that um, it starts with yourself as far as reflecting on who you are. 
um, entrepreneurship is a very vast term. So I think that um, for anybody to, you know, leave their nine to five and go into entrepreneurship, first of all, it's, it's very brave. Um, but to do some soul searching and figure out what aligns best with your personality and the things that you're interested in, um, I would actually recommend that somebody start there and start with some of the more fundamental things um, and really do some soul searching on their self um, to make sure that they're ready for this. It's a great world to be a part of, um, but it takes a lot of commitment and is very different. And it's something that you truly have to conceptualize and then commit and then execute. It does sound really scary, right? Like if I decided to leave my job, which I'm not like, like chill out. But <laughs> if I decided to leave my job and start my own business, like that's a huge leap. Like you said, that's very brave. But I think what you said has a lot of merit in it. You have to find out what works best with your personality. Right. So I am directionally challenged. So I wouldn't like own a travel agency. Right. <laughs> Just I mean, it's a it's a funny example, but at the same time, it's kind of you have to find something that meshes well with your personality. I think that's really good advice. What are some things that you want people to know about female entrepreneurship that they may not know or understand otherwise? Because I feel like some people think that it's easier to be um a female entrepreneur, like women get what they want. Like all you have to do is, you know, all the misogynistic, uh, uh, quotes, like just bat your eyelashes and you, you get what you want. But I don't, I really don't think it works that way. You're going to come across that. Um, I think that some people do have those, uh, outlooks on life and expectations even, and I've personally encountered it, but to show up as a professional, do what you say you're going to do and continue to be committed to your mission and to focus on relationships would be the um, surefire way to succeed. Have you had any challenges with age gaps? Cause you are young. So if someone maybe from who's a boomer uh, has some, some needs from your business, whether that be uh, in real estate or, with branding, how do you overcome some of the challenges? Because I feel like maybe without them intending to, certain generations may look at you and see you as being super young mm -hmm. and and try to um, maybe push you in a different direction or maybe not have the respect they should have when when uh, coming to you for, for branding services. So have you ever encountered any of, of those challenges, like with a different generation? Yeah. So first of all, I'm almost 30. So that feels amazing that I'm still being able to have this conversation right Girl, now. Girl, yes. But, <laughs> you, so you already be, know how old I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll be 30 next month. But um, so I would say, you know, I started as um, a, a manager at 21 years old. I'm 29 right now. Mm -hmm. And that really prepped me for being in the position to take no crap. Mm. You know, you have to show up. And if, if, if you're much, no matter much, the age. <laughs> yeah, if you're much younger than your peers, and I, I'm talking, there was probably at least a 10-year age gap between me and my closest um, colleague in age um, whenever I was in that position. So I had to learn really quickly. I had to show up professionally. I had to do what I you know, said I was going to do. I had to set examples for when rules were not followed. So 
being conditioned over time, um, I think will help, but people also can tell when you're confident and competent at the same time. And I think that, um, I personally feel like I'm getting better and better about when people are just running game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I keep that in mind, um, how I would like to be sold to or, um, provided value to, I tend to flip that around on, on, you know, the, the person I'm speaking with, but I don't see that as much of a challenge right now than I did when I first started. Mm-hmm. Um, it was especially challenging in real estate. Um, mm. I think that in today's world in Northwest Arkansas, at least we've got a lot more young blood in the industry. So I think it's less and less. I feel like we are now demonstrating our advantage to our age and what we're conditioned to. So it sounds like you know, it sounds like you know basically if you exude confidence and competence that pretty much sets the tone right so if you don't if you act like you don't know what you're talking about at any age really that's when the challenges are going to start so you really have to present yourself in a way that people know that you know what you're talking about so Absolutely. they're not going to be able to slide on in there and and be manipulative that makes right total sense people are always going to ask questions if they're you know purchased people are always going to ask questions whenever they are putting their money on the line period sure that makes sense i think that uh just being prepared for what those objections look like is um a a good starting point absolutely well thank you so much for coming on to the interform podcast let everybody know where you can be reach, how they can get in touch with you, Omni Branding Company, all that. Yeah. So um, first of all, follow us on Instagram at Omni Branding Co. Um, We're also located 1206 Southeast Moverly Suite 10 over in Bentonville. So come on by. Um, We are open from nine to four, Monday through Friday. All right. And that is Interform Podcast. I'm Ro on the radio. Make sure you follow us on Instagram as well. It's interform.art. We're on Facebook, Interform Fashion. And we have a website, www.interform.art. Thank you so much, Haley. Thanks for having me. You are listening to Interform Podcast with Ro on the radio. You're going to want to hear this.